when someone says American culture, when someone says thank you, it just seems like dry in Arabic, like Allah yatik al like may God bless yeah. you. We're so hands. much more passionate. We're as passionate, Arabs. so we we really tried to give that experience, like. Like even in our emails, when you get a package, there's a zagrit. Ooh, your package is in the mail. No oh, way. Yeah. Whenever yeah, you get our, a package, our notification like, emails are very like customized. Like, like it's, as an it's experience, a story. You know? Both of you, I appreciate you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you so much for your Thank time. Thank you for having us, Thank man. You. I appreciate it. So I want to start off, I like to really focus and hone in on your guys' story. Because I think uh-huh. it's very interesting what you guys are up to. It's very niche, very different. And it like it kind of like pops up, but it also, you know, I want to I want to like find out where did the inspiration to start Pally or start? Like, why did you begin it? Like, what got you thinking? Like, you know what, this is what I want to do. Inspiration. So, I mean, there's, it's kind of funny because, you know, we're redesigning our website right now. And, you know, when as we were you know doing the process of like the redesign you know we have to work on the story section to explain to people like you know why did this idea come about and the truth is there's a lot of inspiration behind why Pally Root started but the biggest reason I would say is that we realized that um, there's a lot of people who are immigrants that come to this country and they realize that you know when they come to America they have to change who they are a little bit to fit in Mm-hmm. And we wanted to create a platform where people can, you know, identify their roots and be proud of it, really, and to embrace where they're from. And, and that's where Pali roots. Yeah, so that's where Pali roots from. So we, you know, we want people to be able to identify themselves. So Pali roots is not just for you know Palestinians. We just use the Palestinian culture as a gateway for people to come and learn about Palestine. But we encourage you know a lot of people to go and like find out who their roots, you know, where their roots are, are from. And we had challenges, you know, where we tell them, yo, go ask your grandparents or your parents, you know, four generations back. Try mm-hmm. to understand where you came from. What's your story, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and apart from that, of course, there's a lot of, you know, things in Palestine that, you know, that are happening. A lot of, you know, events that have happened throughout the past thousands of years um, that uh, really we feel like humanity, um, it, it, it revolved around like the development of humanity you know like the oldest inhabited city in the world is Jericho right Um, and that's where humans you know started living together and thinking you know how can we live together as humans and you know build homes and stuff Mm -hmm. so you know the inventions of like creating clay homes and all that stuff started you know in that region you know it's believed to be Jericho because no one really knows you know 11,000 years ago and people don't know but sure but the I idea is there's, there's so just, much, there's you know, so much to it. There's so much culture and things that we don't even know as Palestinians that we're learning every day. So whatever we learn, we share that with and our Palestinians. Yeah, and we yeah, let yeah. them know yeah. a little bit more about it and um, why it's so important and why they should know this. And mm-hmm. I think another route to like, we both come from like a business driven background. Our family comes from entrepreneurs and doctors, but we wanted to do something that gave back to our community and really made that difference. Um, so my grandfather, when he migrated from Palestine, from Palestine to, was it Puerto Rico is where he migrated to? Well, first it was Panama. Panama. First it was Panama, no, Peru, I think. It was Peru, and he went to Panama. But basically, the, you know, what they do is they leave 
to go and to find a better life. So one of his yeah. first jobs was, you know, to sell blankets mm -hmm. um, on the beach. And yeah. that's what he did to, you know, to kind of come up. Yeah. And so he started to, from humble beginnings to for build sure. Himself up. That's like super humble. That's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's what a lot of Palestinians had to go through after Nakba and everything yeah. that happened in that chaos. Um, but he told us one thing that really stuck to us. We were on that path of like, you know, what should we do? What business ideas do we have to play? We're opening up our idea books and trying to look. But there's always this voice in, in the back of our heads of our grandpa saying, I brought you here not just for you to live a better life, but to help our people back home. Exactly, and that yeah. really stuck to us. Like, you know what? If we're going to start a company and learn and fail and just like and do something great for the world and just like test what we know, let's start off with our community yeah. and see what we can do with them. Yeah, so. we figured that like, you know, we wanted to do something for our people because we believe that anything else that we develop or create for them, they're going to support it too. And mm. not only that, we want to give other people the opportunity to come and explore you know, this place this, yeah to yeah. showcase themselves we sh like honestly our brand compared to like a lot of other brands we shout out a lot of people you know what i'm saying but we don't even consider them really shy we just support them and what they do you know yeah. we have people who come to us yo you know i just started a bakery here and you know i want to bring more eyes to it We're like okay cool you know what send us a picture of your bakery you know That's awesome, or man. you know so a lot of other people or other brands they would say no too much promotions are not good for the brand this for us, when we promote other people, promote other brands, it's what brings us together, together, you know? So it's definitely our grandpa was, as, she was, as she's saying, is a huge inspiration for us because he started off with nothing, became, you know, a really great entrepreneur. Um, he had his fallbacks. We saw his struggles and stuff. Um, and we learned, honestly, a lot from his mistakes because he taught us, like, all the things that he, you know, that he's done that... Um, you know was really difficult and you know we're trying to improve every single day but the idea is we're doing we're doing it for our people first and and that's what's beautiful about the company that there's a lot of support you're telling a massive story know? that nobody really knows i like it yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i see it it's something that i like i feel like a lot of people can connect with too i mean palestine we believe is not just you know for the palestinians yeah it's for the whole, it's world. For the whole world i yeah. mean jerusalem is you know, major is a center for all the major religions of the world. You know, we should find a way to, you know, to be able to have understanding amongst each other and to share, you know, share the land. And that's, you know, our message to the world is that we believe in love. We believe in unity and partiality, you know, and these things are what help us create a better tomorrow. You know, is when we are able to understand each other, be open to each other's religions and not have to impose each other's opinions and you know, be open-minded about that. You know things. what I love so much about this is that you guys are kind of like showing the world how people like you are. <laughs> you know, it's just by the way you act, by the way you talk, by the way you support. It's like showing the world that, hey, this is this is us. Like, Thank you. A big thing for me since like, you know, I'm not, I know a lot of times like I try to keep religion out of the subject, but I'm Muslim, right? And so it's like we're both from the same religion and it's kind of, it's kind of like such a big deal for me to like, the way I, I, I act with people, the way, I mean, I was, telling, I was telling her that, you know, the whole reason why I started everything that we do is just because I want to show the world that, you know, my religion doesn't hold me back. It actually helps me excel to the next level. Exactly. It, like, I want to show it because I feel like there's a stigma against Islam mm -hmm. in such a way that's like, that's not how it is yeah. at all. I was at this event this weekend and this guy genuinely the nicest guy in the world, right? Uh -huh. And he comes up to me and he's like, you're Muslim, right? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, you, do you guys really like abuse your like woman? 
<laughs> and, I, and, and he's like, I'm seriously asking from like a perspective. He told me, please don't be offended. I genuinely, that's what I thought. Like, yeah. like growing up, that's what I was told. And uh-huh. it, 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 it like hurt. I yeah. was like, ouch, like this guy is coming. The nicest guy in the world. It's, he's not like racist, not like trying to be anything like yeah. weird with me. It's he's just asking question. a real genuine question. Like, hey, this is what I was told. Is that really true? Yeah. I looked at it and I'm like, oh man, like like that like we actually respect our woman. We respect our mothers like mm-hmm. so much to a point that it's like our number one thing, you know, sure. in, in the entire religion. Anyways, not to go off subject, but the point yeah. is like it made me realize that there's this really big gap in the world. And I love what you guys are doing because you kind of are like filling in a huge hole. Thank so like, you. Yeah. Thank it's actually what we we're really trying to do. The reason why we focus so much on that culture and not so much of the politics is that our mission is to humanize the Palestinians. So when people think Palestine, don't think land that's in conflict. They think people in the land are going through the conflict. Yeah. And that's what they, that draws them to it. Like if, if I'm a Palestinian, well, I am a Palestinian. Let's say I'm a Palestinian <laughs> and my neighbor doesn't know anything about Palestine and we're bringing plates of makluba to them. And they're like, wow. Like, By the way, whoever's watching that's a uh, food. Makluba, yeah. yeah makluba. It's like the staple Palestinian. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't had makluba, there's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. You need to stop this and then go order your thumb somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> but basically, that that connection that we had with our neighbor, now, like, if you go on our Instagram, she goes, free Palestine. And, like, she knew nothing about Palestine until we showed her what it means to be Palestinian. What drawed her to Palestine and the and the awareness of Palestine is the act that we gave her, mm-hmm. the giving, the loving. That's what our culture taught us and that inspired her to kind of look into it more and understand what it is truly that these people are. How are they like this? Because in this culture, like here in America, I keep saying this, we come from a, this, we come from a culture where it's all about we. We, ahnan, you know, all of us, yeah, yeah. into a culture that's I. Yes. So that's why like American Palestinians are kind of stuck in this, this cycle, in this weird this cycle where you're like, oh, I, it's me grind time. But it's like, yeah, but my culture taught me family. But and it's like we're trying to find that median so that everybody can connect to Pali roots and feel like, yo, you can still embrace your culture and still be here in America or still be Palestinian mm-hmm. and from Germany and Palestinian from Swedish. Like you could be wherever you are in the world and still embrace your roots and still be true to yourself because people don't know how to do that just yet. For so. sure. And a lot of things, you know, that like that I personally went through is like, you know, when I was young and, you know, just starting school, the whole topic was about Saddam Hussein, you know, and my name is Hussein. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so imagine growing up, man, like it really, Dude, like, it. it really like, yeah. you know, it makes you want to change your name and change the way you act and all because the way the news and the media portrays us, you know, as like, oh, your name is Hussein. Oh, like Saddam Hussein. Like that's the first reference. Even till today when I tell people, oh, it's like, oh, Hussein, like Saddam Hussein. I'm like, yeah, he was my uncle. You know, (laughs) know, I just like to make a joke out of it just to break the ice, you know, but um, I didn't, I'll be honest with you, I didn't embrace my name. I didn't embrace my culture. So I try my best to kind of like, show that i'm like you know i'm like everybody else nowadays i preach to people be different because wow. it's cool you know what i'm saying it's you cool don't want to be, be like everyone else that's you boring. don't want yeah. to yeah, yeah. No, no, no. but when you're young you do want to be like everybody else and that's the thing that these are the people that i feel like the, you know the youth is who we need to target more to make them understand that they should be proud of who they are because they don't realize it until they get a little after, bit older. And they're like, dang you know? it. You I know, totally I get you I guys. Was. When I was yeah. when I was in third grade, right after 9-11, mm-hmm. um, I used to like, through classes, between classes, I would pray. 
Uh-huh. And then I had this classmate who I'm not going to say anything about, but <laughs> he would come up to me and uh, he would start like to physically like kick me like in the stomach. Right. I never forget this. Yeah, I'd be like in like sujood and like, you know, praying and everything like that. Yeah. And he just comes and tries to like beat me up so I can stop. And I- I've been through all of that. That's kind of where the root for like what we do is like, you know, it's like genuinely built into the fact that I want to show the world that, hey, like. We're probably the coolest people in the like we're, we're probably the coolest people in town guys like you yeah. know what i mean like we're, we're, we're like we're down to earth we understand things like we're we're so open to things and for this sure. is this is i really connect with your guys' story this is awesome thank yeah. you yeah so why 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 a, why a brand like why did you do a clothing brand why not anything else like what what triggered so that? i mean the thing is look we could have we could have been an ngo easily because if you really think about it we raise a lot of money Alhamdulillah, we raise a lot of money for people. We've done so far as a community, I think like 250, 270,000. 257, something. Something, $257,000 for charity. So we raise money as if we operate like an NGO. But the business side of it is a business because we want people to showcase their and, and express themselves through clothes. You know what I'm saying? Like wearing this kofia t-shirt that Amin is wearing or wearing my shirt that says you know they used to say Palestinians fight like heroes now they say heroes fight like Palestinians this is a message to the world that you know Palestinians are going to always stand up for their rights you know what I'm saying the Mm. kofia is a symbol of Palestinian culture and resistance yeah it's more so like a like a gateway to start up a conversation because anytime I wear this shirt it's either a someone asks me what is this shirt or two, it reminds me to tell people about the shirt. It opens so a conversation. It opens a conversation. Yeah. It's like if I want to talk about Palestine, I'm going to be like, hi, thank you. I'm from Palestine. You know what I'm saying? Like you want to kind of smoothly transition it where you don't freak them out, mm-hmm. especially someone who's not aware of the Palestinian culture. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I saw this print on the scarf one day. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, it comes with a black print. flag behind it. Yeah, with the, <laughs> you're, like, you're like, you're like, you're like, ah. But it, it, it's, it's like a, it's like a gateway for people yeah. to ask questions and to connect with them. And honestly, it's like really cool. Like nowadays, like if you rep Paliru, it's like you're like it. You're like yeah, in the yeah, crew, you know, so like part of the yeah. crew. And it's yeah. cool because like I come from a fashion background. I went to um, fashion school in L.A., just took a few classes um, and got my AA certificate mm-hmm. for product development. And that's what I did. So I was like, you know, Hassan, I really love menswear and I really want to start a menswear company. And that's when we were shifting ideas of what we want to do. We we're like, you know what, let's start a fashion brand. Because like back then, two years ago, having a fashion brand was like, you know, it was up and coming, but it wasn't like what it is today. Now it's like every day there's a new company being launched and it's crazy how fast that happened. And we started in 2016. So it's 2019 right now. And we're just like, dude, there's, there has to be over thousands of brands that launched within this span yeah um, and many popped off sure. so it's been crazy yeah. i'm sure um i so. tried starting a brand when i was 14 that stuff is hard oh yeah. wow when you're 14, 14? i was 14 you woke up wow yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah. No, 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 that's I've been, early i've been wanting to do something ever since i was a kid man so yeah. <laughs> you awesome. know how it is I mean, technically you have a brand man. do you have a brand right now with, with what you're doing yeah that's yeah a brand, mogul you know? insider is yeah it's uh We'll talk about that like uh-huh. after. I don't, I don't want to get yeah, too yeah. much of the time, but it's it's a very interesting story. Like I was talking to her about like how we can probably align together because there's sure. a lot of awesome you know collaborations where we can work together. For sure. Anyways, is. though, so you're in fashion school. You didn't go to school, did you? I went. She was to, me you guys didn't. Yeah, I went to school for um, about two semesters, and then I was in uh, my algebra class and. 
at that time I was working, you know, a lot with my dad's company and like, it was a really high season for us. And so he was like, he was calling me, you know, asking me for stuff. And like, I just, like when I was there, even from the beginning, I just felt like it wasn't my environment. You know, growing up, I was a super hyper kid. I couldn't sit through class. It was so hard. I was that yeah. kid that like, can I use the bathroom? Hall pass, walking around the hall. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, linking up, talking to teachers. Like, and then by the time, literally five minutes before the bell, like I'm like in there and the teacher's like, where are you? Where'd you go? You know? Uh, <laughs> he was that but, kid. And, and, you know, I would lose my privilege of going to the bathroom, you know? But yeah. I always found a way to get out, you know? Um, I just wasn't really a school-driven person. I, like, I... I don't like how the school systems are, you know, growing up. And one of the things that I definitely want to do, you know, inshallah for like the years out is that I want to be able to change the way, you know, kids go to school. You know, I want to teach, I want to find a way to like either start a school That's or something that goal. will make it fun because I honestly felt a little traumatized by our public school systems. You know, it, it wasn't it's the way computer. that I wanted to learn. It wasn't exciting for me. I felt like I wasn't prepared for life after I got out, you know. Um, but alhamdulillah, you know, like YouTube came out and, you know, I learned my way through videos and, and like visual, you know, and I feel like that's the way to do it. And then at the same time, I did do certification programs. So it's not like I, I, it's not like I'm against school. I think you should go to school. I think you should learn. And I think it's a really good thing. But if you're not the type that's made for school, because there is a, a group of kids who just can't do it, you know, it just doesn't work for them then I say find ways to learn and find ways to learn like comfortably. You We're know? talking the same language. Right? Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think I think school, so when I see school happening, this is how I see it going. It's going to get to a point where, so like, let me ask you guys something. You might not know the answer to this, but why do you think school still exists? Why is it still such a big deal, like colleges? Well, I mean, school was originally created to make people work for the corporations, for the companies that were established so back it's interesting in you're saying this. If right? you look back in the day when education actually started, uh-huh. it began to simply be an like an advanced thing that the rich would do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like you made your money as like an entrepreneur. You were a hustler. You had your business. And, you, and then once you got to the top, if you wanted to have like an extra degree, something to say, hey, look at me, you go to school. Okay. So that's what school actually begun. To be so a wasted time to get a piece of paper. Well, not not a wasted time. That what it was. It was like it was like like, hey, I'm rich already. I'm gonna get this paper. But the point it was like a hobby. It was like it was like okay, look, I've already built this like huge business. Now I'd like to take my skill set and take it maybe to the next level in different areas. So Mm. what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go to school for it. Mm. So the interesting subject is that people never actually went to school to do anything in their lives. Like they they learned from the get-go, right? Uh And then after like years later, what happened is the government started to see, okay, like it started to become more regulated, more like people now start to go to school to actually get a job. It started to switch up, Mm -hmm. right? Mm. So the crazy thing is I tell this to people because it's like, think about it. School never actually was there for you to succeed. Now people assume that that's like a lot of people that I meet, at least when I was growing up, I thought mm-hmm. like school was the only way out. Like I was like, yeah. you know, get a degree, get out of here, go yeah. do your thing. And then you realize like, that's not, that's not actually what's going on. Uh-huh. But interestingly enough, a mentor of mine told me that the only reason why the schooling system is so popular is because of sports. Hmm. Colleges, okay. they get, yeah. they get all their money from sports, the teams, the football teams, the basketball teams, right? Mm-hmm. Talk about the UCs. You guys have UCSD over here, right? Mm-hmm. That's where their money comes. So the moment somebody comes in, like somebody with an innovative thinking mentality, comes in and says, you know what? I'm going to separate sports from school and create my own division. So the problem is it goes 
you go playing the I uh, whatever you play in um, what's it called JV leagues whatever it is when you're uh-huh. first in high school whatever yeah and then you get into college and then that's when you go professional uh-huh if someone comes in and takes the middle and separates it and creates his own division it's like the NBA but for college students uh-huh. school's dead Mm-hmm. School is dead. It is, yeah. You think, like, so the money's you, so gone. you really think it's the school? The school? Because for me, I always thought that the reason why they have it is to make you learn a skill to get to become a worker for a, a corporation. Or, That's you obviously know what I'm part saying? of the quote unquote scheme. But yeah. like, the if you go deep to the roots of it, since we're talking about roots yeah. over here, <laughs> if you go deep to where it started and uh-huh. why it happened, that's the story behind it. Gotcha. So now, now what? Where I see school going is the way education needs to be revamped and because this is i'm so passionate about this man like it's uh-huh. huge for me so the way education needs to be revamped is people need to start you know he took certifications uh-huh. people need to start doing that so now there's a lot of bs that happens in the middle for education in regards to like you know you go and getting a bachelor's degree let's say for fashion design mm-hmm. you're taking mm-hmm. like math classes like how the hell is that going to help you with what yeah. you're doing mm-hmm. it's absolutely just a waste of time a way to get money from you so what exactly. i see happening very soon is people are going to start realizing that and it's people that are gonna force the governments to change. Mm. Because so many, because now there's like a higher sure. dropout rate, there's a higher people, you know, going out there, you know, chasing their dreams, trying to make, yeah. trying to make something out of it. Yeah. So what's gonna start happening is, um, the only way school's actually gonna survive is if they start to revamp it in a way where now you go to school for what you wanna do. True. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. Because think about it. So I'm in the cybersecurity space. I was telling your sister. Uh-huh. And in my space, you don't got to go to school for it. You can take mm-hmm. classes online, get a uh-huh. degree, and make like three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars $400,000 a year. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's a very lucrative space. Yeah. You don't need bachelor's. You need any of that crap. I just need you to know how to actually do the work, the technical work. Yeah. yeah. You see that in the IT space, the cybersecurity space a lot. You're also starting to see that a lot with like different spaces. The old, like Even engineers, some certain engineers, you can go and get like a certification specialized. The only thing that's missing now is like doctors, engineer, uh, lawyers, mm-hmm. and then you have like, you know, the other like fashion designers, things like that. So now the thing is, is like the question really comes down to is, because I've thought this through so much. It's like, how do you become that person that creates the change in that? Yeah. Mm-hmm, right. And sorry, I kind of went off on yeah, a tangent. No, 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 that, no, that, that totally yeah. makes sense. And that's like, I want to add to that thought. It's like people are going to start looking into just getting certain certifications yep. on how to get that skill. I agree. Not necessarily to be like, hey, I know I have this skill. Let me work for your company. Because I, I think agree. nowadays yeah. people are going to start being so innovative. I feel like this past, like, let's say 20 years, we've kind of slowed down on a lot of things. Like we were advancing so high, like inventions were being made and things were advancing now like the iphone 6 looks just like the iphone x and if you're just like yo we need something new we need floating phones we need you know what i'm saying <laughs> it's actually, like we I should would, see would, i don't, know, I don't know why but i would have to disagree with that i actually feel like we're actually innovating way faster than we are. Like I think ever it's slow. it depends what you're talking about what market if, are you talking about because yeah. you're in the branding space i'm in yeah. the tech space so i'm telling you from a tech yeah. perspective the tech space is different it's fast it's fast the yeah. tech yeah. but i think it's not fast enough I think we have the but, potential but to be fast. You know the AI crap that yeah. people talk about? Oh my God, robots taking over. You know where the number one cause of that happening? is because uh-huh. people, like, this is not a bad thing. Mm. Everybody genuinely wants to always innovate. That's the mentality we have yeah. to. We're always like, what's next, right? Uh-huh. So it's like a matter of, but you're causing the revolution because now every three months, a company's forced to come up with something sick. The yeah. industry right now is changing every six months. By 2021, it'll be changing every three. 
Mm. Three. Imagine every three months, your phone's gonna be outdated, your watch is gonna be outdated, your car's gonna be outdated every three yeah. months. It That's feels like crazy. that already now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? so like keeping up with that is like. Yeah. But I'm saying they're not innovating it in a way where it's like completely given a new concept or an idea. Like uh, I don't care about how fast, I can have the same phone for a year. I mean, but I'm saying like. Like let me tell you, for example, like now nowadays we're talking about the foldable phones. Right, <laughs> yes. the whole like now like we're getting back to the flip. Did you see the new razors or no? No, I didn't. They have a new Motorola razor, and it's no way. You open it; it's a whole entire tablet. It's crazy. So these are like the future of our phones, and when I say future, I'm talking about like one, two years. Like yeah. I think by next year, the foldable phones yeah. are gonna be out. But Dude, after that, see, it's gonna, gonna get see. old. You what know I, what I'm what saying? I can't so wait to see is 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 is, is like legit. And, and, I, and I believe the technology is already out. It's just not accessible to the public. I mean, uh -huh. I hear stories in MySpace that are stupid. Like MySpace? No, no, no. In MySpace, the text Oh, space. I thought you said MySpace. No, I was no, like, no. oh. No, no. Yeah. MySpace is dead. I'm like, that's just what he did. MySpace. I mean, it's still stuck in like 24, uh, 2004 like, I thought he really like that. Yeah. way back. I was like, we're talking about advancing no, here. No, no. <laughs> I took it back all the way. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's like, that's changing so much. And it's interesting because so Mogul Insider, um, I, I I don't like I don't talk too much about the vision because it's still mm -hmm. you know how it is like it gets clearer and clearer and clearer. Mm -hmm. But I see it turning into a certain educational system for entrepreneurs to succeed in any space. Because mm -hmm. think about it, we have a podcast, we're networking, we're doing all this stuff, and then we're going to create events. Hopefully, we can collaborate on that. Mm -hmm. I really like what you guys are doing. Mm -hmm. um, and then we take that, and then we create a space where now you can come into these events, and then hopefully one day. I'm in touch with a couple universities and I'm trying to get in like, you know, like private universities uh -huh. where I start giving degrees or certifications if you take certain courses with us. Right. Gotcha. And the people that are teaching them are the ones that should be teaching them. The entrepreneur is actually making eight figures, nine figures, killing the game, uh -huh. telling you how to do it. For sure. Right. For so sure. that's like for me, that was the answer. That was like, OK, that's the, 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 the 20 year, 30 year vision. Like, okay, for sure. like I want to take it to a point where people come to us not just for like branding work and all that stuff but like uh -huh. genuinely to learn something in a skill set for sure but you know what's really interesting man is that i noticed that like especially in the past six months that yeah. everything is starting to become really repetitive in in regards to like what you see on instagram okay right so you're going on there you're seeing all these e-com kids saying yes. i can market for you i've made six zero figures to six, zero figures, to six figures and yeah. like yeah you know what i'm saying yeah so all that is like is progressively growing and growing and growing yeah. um and what i feel like a lot of people are feeling to to do who are trying to teach you know entrepreneurship is leading with an example you oh, know yeah. so they basically say look i made this six figure they didn't even tell you what their store is called you know what i'm saying Oh yeah, yeah, I, and I feel, yes, yes. And I feel like these are the these are the people again, that you, it's people for need to be careful. You don't want from. people to copy you. That's what it is. No, I That's understand, but I mean, if you're if you're giving out tips and because you made it, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? But that's like, what makes us different. Yeah. Again, she said something that's so awesome. Yeah. Here, it's all about me, 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 me. Our culture, it's all about give, 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 give. Exactly. Give. Yeah, and that's what we try to try to influence people to understand is that yo you guys like if, if we're setting if we're doing this we're here to set an example like we need to start working together collaborating to each other because like if there's a there's there's enough space at the top and that's what i think autumn's really need yes. to like yes. like yes. really engrave in their mind it's like yo you guys like you're competing too much we need to compete less 
and collaborate more. Yes, that I is agree. when I our agree. generation, yes. that is when our ethnicity will rise to the top. Because now mm. it's like, look at how like like how the Jewish people are doing it. They they own a lot of a lot of companies, a lot of big corporation, big roles. That's good for them. Yeah, They've they're created good a system for them. That's and awesome. I think yeah. that's that's something that we are looking into. But like you know what, um, like putting politics aside. Their Jewish background also teaches them to work together. Yeah. You know, so if we have to look at them and be like, you know what, if they are working together, why aren't we working together? We need to change this. There's a lot of people that need to engrave, like, engrave that into their mind to think this way, and that's the only way that we will truly like get the whole yeah. like shebang going. I Anyone's mean, there, idea? Yeah, there's can definitely make it. a separation in, in ideologies, um, you know, amongst your community. And also, I mean, there's a lot of them are not really pursuing um like business in in a new in in in, you know in the new wave so like one of the things that i hear so common is you know arabs in general are entrepreneurs since the beginning since the day of age yeah we're out of traders always always and a lot of people are always like oh why do you think you know the palestinians and arabs in general are you know like giving and humble and you know what i'm saying and I always, I always thought in my mind, you know, maybe it's because of the trade routes, you know, like it's everything had to go through Palestine, Syria and Jordan, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. of course, in, you know, in modern day, right? Because um, the countries got split, yep. in the, you know, in the last hundred years. But through, you know, through the, the Arab lands, we were, the, you know, we're like the center of the world technically at that time, you know, so mm. everything had to go through. So... Um, the idea though is what I'm trying to say is that business is changing like crazy right now. You really have to innovate. You really have to go up a notch because somebody is going to come out there and go one step higher and higher and higher than you. And then you become, you know, yeah. you know the, the small fish now in the tank, yep. right? Um, and that's the problem with our people. I see a lot of us are hurt. You know, we, we own dollar stores. We own gas stations. We own... Like, I mean, gas station, maybe it's a little different, but like, you know, dollar stores or any of these kind of like businesses and we're not innovating enough, you know, we're not going to see, you know, maybe we can market on Yelp or There's create no a drive. Facebook page or, you know what I'm saying? There's no drive. Yeah. Like, I I literally walked into this room. I was tired, but I'm so lit up by what you guys are doing. But I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, awake. This is like rare. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I feel connected already to you guys because it's like, oh my God, I found someone that's like me. Like, you <laughs> don't understand you. how much me and Ibrahim we talk about like, dude, like, are we think like, like, where are the other like Muslims like us that are just like, uh-huh. wanting, they're like, coming. To they're, they're there's coming. a small they're population there. out there. There's a small population out there, there, honestly. And I think, I think, what people needs- think too small, man. People think too small. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm out here to change the world, and I will, yeah. and I want the whole world. Like, here's how I feel it, right? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it deep. If you guys don't mind, oh, no, I'm ready. Signs of day of judgment, right? Uh huh. And. One of the signs is there'll be a time, and for everyone that's watching, this is actually coming, this is all religious, right? Mm-hmm. One of the signs that what we believe in, there'll be a time where Islam will be on such a huge rise, mm-hmm. it'll be like almost 90% of the population are Muslim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's an actual sign, right? Before that, there's going to be a crash where people are Muslims, but by name. And unfortunately, that's the where we are right now. That crash. That crash. Mm-hmm. And so people ask me all the time, Adam, what are you doing? Actually, what are you doing? And I said, I want to be the reason, the revolution, that kickstart, the one that takes to the top, starts. Uh-huh. That's what I'm attaching myself to. I like that. It's a good mission. Yeah, that's the mission statement. Uh-huh. Now, the thing is, 
people think too small. Us Muslims, I don't know why. It pisses me off. I'm like, guys, like, go back to the times of the prophets, right? <laughs> guys were billionaires, man. They were balling out of control. They were killing the game. And like, what mm-hmm. is it that makes you feel that you can't do it? Mm-hmm. I talk to Muslims in the community and they're like, yeah, you know, you know, they're so, listen, I think if you're only making six figures mm-hmm. and you're only providing for your family, you're selfish. <laughs> you're selfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you got to always tie it back yeah. to other people around you too. your 100%. community. I mean, look, you know, what's the thing for me. For me, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I want to say I disagree with what you're saying, but the way I look at it is I open. It, I'm open to criticism. Yeah, no, no I'm, I'm, you know, we're trying to open a good discussion, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. This is it. Um, <laughs> and like, look, if you're making six figures and only providing for your family, good for you, right? But if it's not giving through money, there's always ways to give through love, motivation, through support you know what i'm saying so i always that, believe see, that see, there's, that's the point where go ahead, so i always believe that like yes you know you may not be financially providing for somebody but if you're able to like encourage somebody or or and like let's say really because for me the way i look at it is like somebody can literally have pennies but one day tell you you know one day you're in a car and you're like let's say you're having really bad thoughts and you're trying to do something crazy and he, a homeless man with a sign that says spare change, whatever, will tell you, I hope you have a great day. And, and, that, and that brightens yeah. you up. You know what I'm saying? That for me is worth more than even money. You know what I'm saying? So I agree so, with you, but I have to disagree yeah. with you. And let me tell you why. Okay. How's that going for the community? Like changing one life at a time, right? That's mm-hmm. awesome. I love it. It's, it's, I'm not against like, for anyone that's watching, I'm not the guy that's like narcissistic. Like, no, screw people. No, no, I'm uh-huh. all about it. But the problem with that thinking is that you're still thinking too small. Mm-hmm. What really moves the world into a different era? What? Money. You have a lot of money. And, you can and, do and a lot of crap day, with it. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so like that's the bottom line. Like it's like I, I go straight to the point. It's like what is it that I can actually do to impact the whole world? Not one life. I want a million, a billion, two billion. There's seven billion people in this one, man. Uh-huh. And the thing is because the way I look at it is if I don't do it, who else is going to do it? For sure. Like with all due respect, like, and there's a problem. There's a reason why people look at us Muslims as like the quote unquote terrorists, the weirdos, the crazy people, because we're giving Mm -hmm. off a really bad vibe. We don't give off the energy that, hey, we're coming from an abundant standpoint. We come from a price. Like we talked about the Jewish community, right? Look at Mm -hmm. them. Are they killing it one life at a time? Are they killing it with everything? Banks, uh, companies, hospitals. Everything no, they no, got one hundred percent, and I and I agree with you. Money is gonna be the the, the ch- game changer in this case. Where, and and to be quite honest with you, I mean, like Arabs in general are rich. You know what I'm saying? Not enough. I, I know, the but I'm, I'm saying I'm doing wrong. Bro. No, no, I, that's what I'm saying though. But yeah. the money, the ones with the money, can literally change everything around. You know that's what I'm true. saying? They can change <laughs> the way. Unfortunately, yeah. they need to believe in the youth a little bit more. Yes. Oh my God. They yes, don't. They yes. don't. I think that's one thing that our community needs to work on. There's a lot of yeah. things. That's why, like, the older generation us, like, does not. Yeah. Think I about think us. it's our it's generation. Like, when we become parents, like, I feel like I'm going to make sure that my kid and my kid's best friends and my best friend's kids, all of them make it to the top because that is what I'm trying to pass on is that legacy. He, like, our, our old, well, my parents are pretty young. So they, they, we're kind of that transition where they're, where they're effective what they're trying to teach us. But I feel like other people who live in Palestine or live in Middle Eastern countries or just migrated over here or still hold that cultural attachment um, need to look into the youth more and believe that they can do something really great. Mm -hmm. And I think that's slowly starting to get there. I think it's baby steps, 
but I wish we would take bigger steps. That's what it is. It's like, mm-hmm. we're like one step at a time. Like, no, I want to run. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we want to, we, <laughs> yeah, we want to run yeah. to it. We want to get to it. Time is For everything. Sure. So. For sure. Yeah. The idea though is that we all, inshallah, will get successful and we'll be able to build, you know, a real network mm-hmm. where we can, you know, provide assistance to young entrepreneurs to fulfill their dreams, you know, oh, yeah. in our community. This is awesome. You know? I love it. One yeah. day. This is awesome. Just, yeah. just Guys, do I've, done, I've done so many podcasts and I've never felt so alive. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Seriously. That's like, the second time we heard on a podcast. So that's yeah. a good sign. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, 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 seriously, you guys are yeah. up to something like, mad stuff and thank you thank you and, uh, yeah. and i and i and i, I, I want to be a part of this like i genuinely i love what you guys are doing thank you talk to me about your personal goals personal goals like what we want to do yeah, like what do you want to do like what, what like what is what is what is mm-hmm. your mission statement what is your mission statement personal goals i mean our the goals you know it's kind of like what we what we've been talking about mm-hmm. is at the end of the day i mean i mean let's let's be real the only thing that's guaranteed for all of us is death right like I don't like to, you know, get too deep like that, but that's oh, the only thing guaranteed. I right? faced it so many times, bro. So yeah. yeah. So really, I mean, what are you gonna do to, you know, to change somebody, change a life? You know, I always believe even if you change one person, it's something. You it know, something, of course, yes. you you have to think on a grander yes. scale, but you never know if that one person you saved or helped or did something for is gonna be the reason. That this world becomes a better place or at least a slightly better you know? i think just overall just be a good human that's all it is just be super genuine with yourself and know that what you are and what you reflect to other people will change everything around you so honestly my mission goal in my life honestly is to is to be able to have a group of people and there's no x amount of number like i want it to be huge that stand behind everything that i do and everything that i say and that influences them to start something great in the world. And mm-hmm. that is my, that is like my ultimate goal through Pally Roots, through any other brand that I'm like, that we create. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanna get people that we work with to, to join us. Like, hey, we have a brand idea. Who wants to do something? This is what you need to do. And you For teach sure. them the baby steps. In so. other words, like, you know, I guess if you, if you wanna say what's a long-term goal. Yeah, like say, so say, build say a group, Build it. a group of really successful entrepreneurs in our community and start a VC. You know, where we can fund ah, other projects. Incubate, I love that, yes. You know what I'm saying? Put them in really creative spaces like this, you know, yeah. where the walls are dry erase, you know? Yeah, all of our walls inside them. our office are dry erase. Yeah. Oh, no way. Like inside the majority that of room, them. It's yeah. Like, yeah. So you can just draw on the wall? Yeah, not, not this the, one. Not these walls, <laughs> oh, okay. this one, but like all like that the one, idea wall. All the one inside, yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, we yeah. try to give that. This The name of this office is called Ubox, which means think out of the box. Yeah, out of and the box out labs. Out of the box labs. That's what it is. And that's kind of what we try to push. We have friends that come and just co-work here and just like, they're just working and we're bouncing ideas off of each other. Um, yeah, so but there's only one rule. You just gotta grind. You just gotta grind. That's you know? the only rule. <laughs> you come through this door, you have to grind. If you don't want to grind, then you're gonna have to go to the beach or <laughs> you know, go do something else. <laughs> yeah. I, I love this. I love yeah. this. Cause uh, you're connecting with a lot of like what I want to do and, and uh-huh. genuinely, I went through a drug overdose like two years ago, three years ago. No and uh, when you talk about death, I faced it, man. I've seen it all. Like I've like I was wow. I was out for ten seconds. My heart stopped. So damn, man. I'm glad you're okay now. Yeah, yeah. Were and you just going through a really tough time. Yeah, just yeah. tough time, just stuff. Like honestly, uh-huh. I don't regret it. It turned me into who I am today. I mean, this passion, this drive to kill the game came uh-huh. from that. Uh huh. Because I saw things that. Uh huh. 
like I can get you have for sure. You have, I mean, honestly, man, sometimes in like like oh, I'm sorry to no, interrupt no. you, but like sometimes in the most lowest points of your life is where you actually grow the hardest. True, you know. And I feel like, I mean, I don't know if it's like that for everybody else, but like for me, it's like a cycle. You know, it will be like so many great things all at once. You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden. It just drops slowly, 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 and then it gets so bad, and then like something sparks again, and then it goes back up. So I feel like it's literally like a roller coaster, you know? Mm-hmm. Like the entrepreneur journey, or maybe any journey really that you do, but especially when in entrepreneurship, because there's nobody who's gonna write you your check. Nope. You know what I'm saying? You write the you checks. You have to write your checks, and you have to make your calls. You have to make your deals. You know. So it's very, very, very stressful. And especially if you've only, if you've never done it, you know, it's hard or without a mentor even, it's really hard, you know? Mm-hmm. So I even found myself to be like a mentor for a lot of people in our community. Um, and it and even that gets hard sometimes because I really just want to keep helping. But, but like, you have, have to kind of stop to grow. Yeah. If you give, uh, my mentor was talking about this. If mm-hmm. you put yourself in a surrounding where you're always teaching, You'll never actually. You'll stop. You'll, you'll you'll stop learning. Yeah. You know, and as us entrepreneurs, every single day is a new day for us, and we're looking to learn something new. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Like in my community, oh my god, I'm like the, like everyone's like, alhamdulillah, like this is just like I'm super grateful for it. Mm-hmm. But I see it, everyone like has questions. How'd you do this? How'd you do that? How'd you do this? How'd you uh-huh. do that? How'd you do this? How'd you do that? And I try to answer at my best, but then I I, I honestly sometimes look at them and I'm like, I'm still growing. Yeah. I'm still learning. I'm still mm-hmm. in the trenches. Mm-hmm. Like you need to understand that. So it's like it's the the real question is for us people like us who are super passionate and ambitious who are just kind of like I mean, you guys are you guys are doing pretty well. But I would say like I'm sure compared to where you want to go, you kind of have this like oh it's way huge. It's, it's a big climb. It's a big climb, right? Big so climb, when you're yeah. on that climb, it's really hard to say I'm gonna focus on myself and do what everybody yeah. else wants to do because yeah. I, I have, I have, I've had moments where I'm like you know what I'm just gonna do me and then once I get to the top I'll help yeah but yeah. then I like I can't like you, it's have, just, you it's, have to balance it it's life balance. is all yeah. about balance it. everything the yin and the yang you because just if you if you somebody it. comes to you for help and you're like oh no I'm so busy that phone call and you know he's waiting for you and every or she you have that guilt because you yeah, know you, you just want to help so you feel like you have to get on the phone quickly and like kind of you know sleep less and work more i guess (laughs) that's what you gotta do yes yes there's like i think i think what a big majority with our youth especially nowadays that's extremely concerning for me is that we i think social media is misused by many misused like we waste we waste so much time on social media and it's just like we're like oh the time flew by i'm like well no wonder what's your screen time I'm like, get off your phone, be super treated to yourself. If you know that time's flying by, you're not getting the work done, check yourself. Don't lie to yourself. I think a lot of people lie to themselves. They're like, oh, I'm barely on social media. I barely post. I'm like, no, I think you're lying to yourself. Truly. Like you need to, anything that you're not doing to get you to where you want to be, you need to fix it fast, Mm -hmm. fast. Don't identify. The moment you identify, you change. I think we, like people naturally, we Mm -hmm. subconsciously push things to the side. Oh, tomorrow we'll do it. Tomorrow I'll go to the gym. Oh, tomorrow. No, you, tomorrow's not guaranteed. For now, sure. if, you, if, you, sure. if you didn't work out today, get up. I met this guy who wrote a book uh, this weekend. He calls. He has a terminology called now clock. Like now. now. <laughs> do it now. have a clock that just says now. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah seriously. Now. A clock just says now. Like there's no time mm-hmm. for tomorrow. Yeah. Later. Yeah, this is, this is mm-hmm. awesome, guys. Like, 
I, I, I genuinely love what you guys are up to. It's funny. I was, I, I found out about your guys' brand like two years, I think right when you first started. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like when it, like, cause I remember like, I was like, who's Palerys? I'm like, oh, they started like a month ago. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, and then uh-huh. I just never really, I've been so busy with myself that I kind of just like, you know, yeah, it's not even my industry. So it's For like, sure. yeah. Not, but then like Ibrahim was talking about you guys. I'm like, oh, this is lit. You guys, you guys are actually like growing it, moving it. Cause for me, it's unfortunate, but I've seen so many people talk the talk, but don't walk the walk. Yeah. So when I see someone starting up, if I don't really know you, I, I give you the benefit of doubt. But then like a part of me is like, yeah, they're just like everyone else who just says they want to that, kill you. That was your first thought for Palerius? Yeah, honestly. <laughs> you know what's funny? What? A lot of people thought that too. Yeah. So it's not and it's just not you. to doubt you and guys. My, my uncle in our face, in our face, he's like, he's like, our people were not support you like that. You know what I'm saying? We just started. I didn't know you guys. Like, I didn't know you guys. Yeah. If I know you someone who's killing it i will push man i yeah. go out of my way i will personally finance certain projects for my friends just uh-huh. to do it even if they feel and i waste my money because uh-huh. yeah. i want to support mm-hmm. but i didn't know who you guys were so it's like i was like all right yeah, yeah it's just like another one of those we had people that, that knew who we were but they were like they the doubt was inside our, our people in general but it's unfortunate. We, the thing is like we have a different idea we're very optimistic people and we see the light in everything it could, it could be a dark room. We'll be like, hey, that person's just, I can see that person and they're like just yeah. right there. So I really believe that like the problem why we view our people this way is that we have this subconscious feeling that just because this person, like we met one person that's like that or our community, a small amount of people are like this. We can't assume, make those assumptions because look at where Pally Roots now. Yeah. I was just telling you earlier, we raised 20,000 in eight days like it was a piece of cake. Like what community can do this you know what i'm saying like none it's because we not only have we built that but we brought that side out of people that hey you guys we believe that we can actually make this difference there's trust you know there's There's trust and there's a lot of transparency too like we show every impact that's being made you know to to the people in gaza and and like how much is being raised who our partners are on the ground doing things you know we actually went to palestine visited the people see what they want you know yeah. And like, I'll be honest with you, like our niche is so small, but our no, passion is so. our passion is so strong that it's like so. hard because like for us, really, if we want to be more strategic, we have to understand like the level of like sure. community that we're in. I know. Of course, deep inside, we always have this hopeful feeling that, you know what, we can really convince way more people. But you guys know what a brand is. To do it, you know. It's a brand. A story. A brand is a story. Yeah. A story. You, you guys have a freaking awesome story. Uh-huh. I, like I can totally see a kid that's has nothing related to Palestine or anything like that wearing crap like this. Yeah, <laughs> because because it's because it's yeah. cool. Yeah, I don't. I said crap. I don't mean to be like. Yeah, yeah no, no, yeah. no. I, I no, just no, realized no. my terminology. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, but because cool. the story, like I think, uh-huh. like you guys, like again, I'm not here to tell you what you guys to do, but genuinely, like hone in on that. Like For that's sure. like. No, I mean that's what we're really working towards right now. Is that. I will be I'll be completely honest with you. I mean, I run more of the business side of things and like yeah, I can tell she's like, the creative. You're the, yeah, she's more the creative. You're the, you're the driver. Stuff. Yeah, I got to I drive. Know, I'm gotta keep things moving. You know? <laughs> I'm designing. But honestly, we switch not switch roles, but we complement each other's roles. And like sometimes, you know, she might have, you know, a different approach to something. So, you know, you know, yeah. she's a business person, too. You know, Is for me, both of you guys on the team. We're the main, yeah, we're the main. And then yeah. we have uh, we have one marketer that does emails for us. Definitely. But everything is like organic growth at this point. We don't do any, Damn. we don't yeah, do pay-per-click so marketing. We don't do um, Google and Facebook. So it's all word of mouth. That's it's literally like organic. Part. It's all organic. Yeah. And you know what's funny is that we don't even realize, you know, what 
truly the impact we've made to to the community because we're here in San Diego. There's probably the least amount of Pali rooters here yeah, than any sense. city. I go in the to US. Chicago. I go to Chicago. They're like, oh my God, Pali roots. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, especially especially Mina. She's recognizable. You know, people recognize her. Even and like, in Palestine. And we have family that's literally sending us pictures and all the time. You know what I'm saying? And we're like, oh, okay, cool. You know? That's awesome. But we don't see it because we're not. You're we're not yeah. We're not in Chicago. We're you're not focused. in New York. You, you by know? the way, you'll never see it. You'll never see it. You're never going to see it. You're like, you're going to probably just be so in here for like ever. You're yeah. gonna walk outside the door and everyone knows who you're and you're yeah. like, wait, wait, when did this I'll be honest happening. with you though, one of, uh, one of the most proudest moments that I had though, with, you know, with the, the you know, with this brand and this movement is um, when I was in uh, downtown San Diego, I was uh, at a friend's house and, you know, I left his house and I forgot to get, I think it was like my water bottle or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I go on and I call him, like, yo bro, please bring, you know, my water bottle. So I go back around the neighborhood and I park, you know, behind this car and I'm looking in front of me and this car is decked out in Pally Root stickers. We don't know who they are. Decked no way. out, bro. Like every sticker we ever produced was on, <laughs> on this <laughs> car. <laughs> so I'm so sitting there like, this is unbelievable, you know? So I called Mina on my, you know, on the FaceTime and I, and I was like, yo, check this out. She's like, what? You know, she couldn't <laughs> believe it because like that was the first time we see our product out you in know, our home city yeah, in our home like, city especially cool. like where we didn't feel like there's many you yeah. know hmm. supporters i mean san diego there is a good population you know especially in like north county but um like la is a hub for us yeah. you know chicago huge hub uh, new, new jersey, jersey new houston texas yeah. you know these are like the main cities uh in even like some parts of florida but yeah. we're recognized by many in the community it's actually pretty strange because we're not used to it we're just used to just being in the office and not really interacting too much yeah. so whenever we get and it's like always there, weird you know, know somebody's like oh can we get a picture with you and it's like yeah we will on, never you know? say no though like, but, we, like love we don't our, we don't feel like we're well, people take photos we don't yeah but, yeah, but we, we don't, don't feel, feel like we're you know so <laughs> we just feel so normal somebody comes like hey you know let's take a picture yeah. it's like literally somebody on the street tell me yo let's take a picture i'm like we're oh like, okay like like what like what did i do for you look let me tell you this funniest story i gotta tell you this story guys okay so we're in palestine okay we're in palestine and this guy comes uh finds out where we are because we're posting on our story right he went and drove all the way to jericho to go look for us didn't find us there the next day we're like hey we're in ramallah we're in vintage cafe right so we're sitting in this cafe we're hanging in out this right big table huge like, like this, table. a lot like, of people there's like staying. 10 seats on it right and it's full and we're sitting like right here and like everybody else is like you know around the table this guy walks in, sees that we were there, said hello to everybody Every in the, the table. table. Said, I'm like, right? And then he came and saw me. And he was like, I've been looking for you. <laughs> I was just like, okay, what's happening? It's it fun. It was hysterical, man. It was hysterical. And no, by the way, we didn't know anybody at the table. So we don't know. <laughs> the table, like, why is this guy saying hi to us? You yeah, know? We, ended up, we ended up meeting our video producer in Palestine there. Because he was like, why is this guy? Who are you guys? Because he noticed people were walking in saying, oh, my God, Pally Roots. We'd be working. And this guy is just looking at us. And he's like, who are you guys? Like, mean into him. And we're like, ah, oh, we're Pally Roots. And now he makes videos in funny. Palestine for us. So it was it was honestly like that moment that we were just like, you know, this is kind of weird because like yeah. we don't really attach ourselves to that like celebrity type because we believe our fans are not fans they're our family like that's what it's like yo what's up family what's up fam like how you doing and we say i love you 
every person in the DM. Every no one in the DM in, from Pali Roots like it doesn't love get an you, I love hearts, you. you know, like it's really it's very it's intimate. Like, like, hey, like we love you. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> we appreciate you. Yeah, it's like yeah. that's how it is in it's our a culture. Habibi, habibi yeah, Dude, yeah, it's yeah. because let me tell you, in this culture, like when when someone says American culture, when someone says thank you, it just seems like dry. In Arabic, like Allah yatik alafiyah, like may God bless yeah. you. We're so hands. much more passionate. We're as passionate, Arabs. so we we really tried to give that experience. Like like even in our emails, when you get a package, there's a zagrit. your package is in the mail. No like, way. Yeah, whenever yeah, you get our, a package, our notification like, emails are very like customized. Like, like it's, as an it's experience, a story. You know? It's an experience. But like more than packaging. that, it's the packaging too. Like before you get your package, you see what you get because we our packaging is transparent as the map out- outlook. Does that make sense? So like our bag is all black. It has the Palerich branding on it. And there's Kofia. a huge map of Palestine, which is our logo. And then you can see your see t-shirt or whatever items you got before you even open it, you know? Yeah. So it's all about the experience. That's what really creates um, creates the, the connection, you know? And I think to be honest with you, because we are so, you know, cultured, we have an advantage over the experience that no other brand can do. You know, like I there's I see a lot of brands out there. They raised $1.6 million for charity in eight years, right? And of course it's coming from their sales and stuff and they're not raising money, right? But we've been out for two and a half years. We raised 257,000 to charity. You know what I'm saying? We found ways to be able to like do things that other people don't do and provide an experience that other people can't provide. Why? Because we're able to tap into what we're inspired by which is you know our culture and other cultures by the way we don't just we're not just like looking at palestinian culture and saying oh let's do this palestinian thing and you know launch as a product we have a product that's inspired by chinese culture which is like our our bead bracelets and those are like healing stones and they're all all about the chinese culture but we took that implemented it with ours and created a product that you know, people yeah. can feel good wearing. It's called the Hadoop bracelet, which we remind people to stay tranquil in times of stress and chaos, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, so if somebody really asks me like, hey, how do I start a, you know, a business? I'll tell them like, go out and explore. Some of the greatest brands in the world today are because they literally went to, on a trip to Costa Rica, like Pura Vida. I don't know if you guys ever heard of Pura Vida bracelets. Mm-hmm. Went to Costa Rica, saw these people selling these bracelets on the streets literally for pennies they sell them for ten dollars fifteen dollars these bracelets Mm -hmm. and they're helping women you know in costa rica you know provide for their family so culture is huge in business understanding culture and and tapping into other cultures so that's one thing that i would really urge people who want to get into entrepreneurship learn culture learn how to provide an incredible experience like we're working yeah and like right now we're working on like a campaign that's starting soon that um for every package that you get you're going to be able to smell palestine so we're providing like an air freshener of a scent that would remind you of like yaffa oranges you open it and you feel like you're in the growth so we're even changing the way people get packages like and this is just a little brand you know what i'm saying so if somebody really discovers us and like are able to see our story like you know i'm talking about like a major network which we're starting to get a little bit more like, you know, news people, you know, contacting us. We got um, Hertz, Hertz, you know, the it's a Jewish magazine mm. or news agency. Interesting. But they're left, uh, is it left wing? Yeah, they're left wing. So they're more open-minded stuff. But they contacted us. They want to do a story on us and like AJ Plus and stuff like that. So we're starting to get to a point where, you know, 
hopefully we're like at the spark where like media companies can start coming and see us. So that's why we're working on redesigning the site right now, providing more products, more t-shirts. Launching the travel series. And we'll see how it goes. Cause honestly, this is the year, you know, if, if we get the press release, we get everything and we see that there's more support, we'll be able to continue to thrive in this project. Right. If not, we're going to have to keep the scale, you know, keep at the level it is, accept the fact that this is really a brand focused for Palestinians, you know, and Palestinian supporters, but I can't, we I don't can't, know. Can't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we honestly that. don't know. Sense me, no. Yeah. Well, the thing is there, it comes to a point where if you keep pushing on something, there's just too much pressure onto one thing. It's that time where you need to kind of like understand where it's at, how it's going to be. And some brands pop up out of nowhere after like eight years. It's like poof, this mega brand makes millions and has hundreds of thousands of supporters and it's they basically do nothing and they change nothing it just happens it's not they do, do they don't do nothing so this is this is okay let me explain to you why you probably think like wow no this is wrong the way you think right no i'm not thinking you're e- wrong every entrepreneur has this like uncertainty always sure you know what i'm saying and that's kind of like um and, I, and I'm very open about it and honest I, I, I some people so, wouldn't tell you this dude, you know dude, what i'm saying i i don't i don't i i just can't accept not killing the game like i just oh I just, no trust like me we're this, gonna i don't i don't we're even gonna have work. it's weird in my head i don't even have uncertainty i genuinely don't mm-hmm. like the uncertainty comes from like maybe i wake up in the morning one day and i'm like okay i don't feel it today crap uh-huh. that means that's one day being lost out of my 10 20 30 year like journey that's gonna screw me down that's my uncertainty yeah. but do i know am i gonna kill it do i know am i gonna change this world absolutely oh, that is no. like and let me tell you yeah. why because god's on my side dude like there is no way that someone like us that has such an insane vision ties it down to such an amazing culture ties it down to such an amazing why and has god by their side that god's gonna look at you and be like yeah no that's not gonna happen <laughs> like it's just and that, that's I, love just the, like, I love the confidence honestly yeah that's I mean, the belief, and, and can man. i tell you something we think like that every single day too you know what i'm saying we, we we genuinely believe that yes we can get it to where you know masses would 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 love to rock this and stuff like that but there's like I feel like that uncertainty is what keeps the fire going. You know what I'm saying? Because you have to, I feel like you have to have that approach that like, you know, anything can happen. You know what I'm saying? And you have to be prepared for it. You know, one of like, um, one of the things that, um, you know, my good friend, actually Hamza, I don't know if you met him. He always tells me, always have a plan A and plan B for, for every situation, you know? And that really stuck with me because there's, like if you if you start thinking like that you're able to maneuver and like move around and make better choices you, you know you think so 100 percent. really yeah if we and, believe and if that pally roots if we believe pally roots is the brand that's going to get us to the top that leaves no room for us to be like what's the next idea yeah. what's what, what's our plan b what's our new brand idea and, as, and honestly for us like we feel like in terms of like our community it is at the top you know what i'm saying like it's hard to meet a palestinian that doesn't know you know, Pallor's at this particular stage, right? But the question is the masses, you know what I'm saying? Because that's like, if you want to build a mega, mega, mega brand, it needs to be able to hit a huge population of people. Where it hits everybody's story. Does that make sense? It needs to be able to, yes. Where it hits everybody. Because like Pallor Roots is so well, because our story aligns with Middle Eastern stories. People who are Middle Eastern, people who reflect to it, people who are oppressed, people from Yemen feel with us. People no, that see, are from Syria, that, that they feel with that's that. That's right there. Mm-hmm. I feel like 
and again, this is personally, this is just me and my mind going crazy right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure you've thought of all this, but this is where you guys can tie it into the masses. Sorry, I'm just super excited about this. Yeah. But like in regards, like instead of like saying, you know, we're coming from the shift, at least what I've seen with bigger brands that I've, like, we've had podcasts with and like collaborated with, I've realized that the the big shift that really took them from here mm-hmm. to here is taking the same story they have but generalizing it to the masses. Uh-huh. So your story is you guys are talking about the people who are kind of the minority, the oppressed, the quote unquote Palestinians, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Instead of, and this is just purely, I may be completely wrong, but instead of like tying it down to purely Palestinians, tie it down to people that are minorities, oppressed, mm-hmm. you have a more general broad audience now. Sure. Like your original story was this, but now your story has expanded to a point where now you can attach it to people who are kind of who are just like us. For sure, mm-hmm. you know, For and sure. that's what people buy. I've come to realize people. I mean, you guys know this. People buy based on emotions and familiarities, right? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Like they find it familiar to you. They like it. They're like, okay, I can. It's tie exactly down to this. why we believe in impartiality. Like one of our biggest supporters, like the biggest demographic or ethnicity that supports us are Pakistanis. Like. Really? They they come into these conventions. Yeah, they're, they're like, they're we good, love you they're guys. A good amount of the population. They like yeah. they're like give us, and that's that's where like you know what, Sin? This brand is actually much bigger than we actually think it is. Let's test this. Let's test that. Let's test this. And everything that we've been testing and throwing in has come to the conclusion that Pal- Pali Roots is a brand for all. Everybody can t- can tie to the story, but specifically minorities. Because like anytime I would speak about Palestine to someone, let's say that's Caucasian, but like, oh, I really love your story. It's beautiful. But if I talk to someone that's like, let's say that's Puerto Rican, they're like, I feel, you know what I'm saying? Because they come from a culture of we, that's what it is. And that's something that I've observed and like really tried to focus and like study about it is that how are people from these cultures, how is their culture like and how is their culture like and where do they meet? And that's like the connection is what you need to understand. And that's 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 called demographic research. Understanding the people who support you guys, the people who follow you, who are they? What do they consider themselves? Where do they come from? What are they passionate about? When you research the people that you already have attached to your brand, you'll fully understand where this brand is going to go, the path it'll take. Yeah, so, for sure. So yeah. always, always have a little bit of that room of uncertainty only because that pushes you to think more outside of that box. Yep, yep. So unfortunately, uh, we have another podcast at three. Uh-huh. Okay. I hate that. I want to like <laughs> sit with you guys for long. So let's, um, I'm going to wrap it up for now, okay. but let's do another one. I'm done to keep talking about this. Uh-huh. This is, this is good stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Definitely. Just let us know when you're in town, man. Yeah, yeah. And I appreciate you so much yeah. both for being on the podcast. Where can people find you? Pally Roots at Pally Roots, P-A-L-I-R-O-O-T-S, or you can check out our website. Our website's pretty cool, pallyroots.com. Sweet, and this is all on all social medias. All social yep, media. All social media at Pally Roots, but the website. Um, it's pallyroots.com. Yeah, but did you? Yeah, P-A-L-I-R-O-O-T-S. So. Yeah, like Pally Roots. Mm-hmm. There you it's go. not Bally. Yeah, Arabs are gonna try to put a B. Bally Roots. <laughs> oh god, we probably cool. chose the worst name though. <laughs> oh my kidding. god, yeah. But it's Pally fun Roots, because like people make skits and they're like, oh, yeah. belly roots, belly roots. Yeah, my like, grandma right. would be like, how's belly roots? My grandma awesome. didn't even say the S at the end. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. Well, hey, I That's appreciate true. you guys so much for your time and thank you so much. For thank you for having us. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, no we problem. had a, so much fun. Yeah, this, this was awesome. Great. This was awesome. This was an yeah. awesome conversation. I, like, yes. I don't even want it to end. I'm like, It was like super genuine. I feel like we really 
touched base on a really important things that yeah. the, the viewers that listen to this will learn and benefit from it too. Very so, true. and guys, for everyone that's watching, just stay tuned for all three of us. This is like yeah. a, this it's is like a life-changing group over here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ready for Mark it. our words. Yeah, let's do it. Five years. Thank you guys again. <laughs> thank and, you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.